Hello, 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 and welcome back to this episode of Lipstick Lattes and the Lord. My name is Janine Freeland, and I am your host. What I want to talk about today is never stop educating yourself in the field that you work in. Um, It is very important to remain educated in whatever it is that you choose to do. Excuse me. For starters, if... When, when you first decide what it is that you want to do. Like, when I first decided that I wanted to get into makeup artistry, one of the first things that I did was I started to do a lot of research. Um, I spoke to my mentor, and I like I said, I did a lot of research on different things. Um, I looked into pricing, makeup sanitation, different products, how to use those products, different application techniques there is so much um that i research uh different makeup artists in in a particular different makeup artists that were um considered to be the uh the most knowledgeable like what are what are the greats because what you want to look at is that when you when you step into it an industry or a particular um area is that you want to get to know who the um the pros are who the you know the the people that everybody admires are and and what it is that they did to get to the level that they are like how did they become so well respected how did they become so well known what is it about them that draws people to them you know what 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 is it what is what what is it that they do that makes them who they are and and you you go from there and you figure out what it is that you do or what do you want to do to draw people to you. It's important to do these things because you just don't want to go into a field blindly and say, okay, I'm going to do this and you don't have a plan behind it. Like you have to, you, you just can't go into real estate or any anything medical, um, fashion, any of those fields without having a knowledge base of what they're about, who's in the industry, um, how much does it cost to for services in that particular industry. Like, you just don't do that. You, you, you can't go into it blindly. So you have to have a plan. You have to sit down and, and actually think about all the things that it takes to run that type of business or to be in that type, be in that profession. Um, because if not... Then you're gonna fall. You're gonna go. You're gonna. You're going to hit your head, bump your head, however you want to say it, in so many different um, aspects of that. Because if you don't know what to charge, then you're gonna be charging the wrong rate, or you may be undercharging. Uh, you could be overcharging. You may not be using the right products. You may not be. Um, you may not be using the right techniques to even solicit clients or customers. Uh, you have to. Those are all. All things that are attached to that particular on what are, what are, you have to find your focus basically so I like I said I took a long time a very long time to to sit back and look at um, the things that I could do um, what I was good at what could I improve on and it's always great to, to never stop learning um, <clears throat> and you can't just focus in on one area as well. Because, like, now, social media is, like, huge. 
it's huge. It's a huge tool that everybody uses. But that is not the only platform that there are businesses or people in that particular field. So you have to make sure that you look at everything because it may not necessarily be that there are experts in your particular field on social media. They may not be on social media. The most successful um, artists or entrepreneurs or whatever it is that you that you aspire to do, they may not be using social media as their main resource to get clientele customers. Uh, so it's it's best to look at everything all around you. You don't want to be um, someone who thinks that at a certain point that you can't learn anything more. The most successful people who um, the most successful people in any line of work are those who understand that you have to be a constant student of anything because there's always something that you can learn. There's always something that you can improve on. There's always something that you can do to better yourself. So you have to take a look at are there classes, are there seminars, are there wor- whatever workshops in your area or outside of your area because sometimes you may even have to travel. So you have to, to figure out Okay, is there something I can go to where I can go get more classes? Like, prime example, I use makeup because I do makeup. So, as a makeup artist, I look at, okay, who are the most prestige artists that, you know, I know, I follow, I love? You know, do they give classes? Do they have workshops? Do they speak at seminars or, or some type of event? A huge one is the makeup show. There's always, 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 always seasoned professionals who are going to these events, who are actually, you know, they're sitting on, um, they're, 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 they're sitting on, uh, the boards of, um, they're, they're, they're actually sitting on, um, these, these, these question Q and A boards for, um, discussions where they talk about the most important things that are going on in our industry. And it's important to seek out those 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 actual classes, those those seminars to um, to actually further your knowledge. Um, uh, you have Danessa Myricks, Kevin James Bennett, James Vincent. Um, there are so many of them who attend these different um, these different these these different venues that these shows go to, and and, and they have schedules and they promote and so it's best that you know we look at that because we can't just focus on okay hey you know I'm gonna go and I'm gonna just sit and I'm gonna watch YouTube or I'm gonna watch Facebook lives or IG lives like that is not the only resource for education sometimes you gotta pay sometimes you have to pay you gotta pay to play so when you think about that there are many educators you know and they and they might not even be big name makeup artists um per se but you have to look at like who in your area is 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 in um has a steady clientele who is making um who has a steady flow of income and bookings and great work who can who has something to offer you and are they offering a class and if they're not offering a class then you reach out to them and you ask them hey look are you offering like any one-on-one classes on, you know, how to book more clients or, you know, any techniques. Like if, if it's something that you 
want to improve on, like if you want to improve on shade matching or highlighting and contouring or anything that it is that's specific to you, your focus of what do you want to work on, find those those professionals who are the elite in that field and you find them. Seek them out because the um you only you you only get what you ask for in in a lot of cases like there is a lot of advertisements for different things but sometimes um you have to seek those people out and you have to reach out in order to get that information or you have like I said you have to widen your scope you have to look further than you know what's constantly in rotation on um like I said certain social media platforms like I mean just because it's on social media does not mean it's something that's going to help you because you may have outgrown those artists that you are looking out um looking at on social media the only thing that I can say is that um you don't want to hinder yourself by thinking that you know too much um or thinking that no one can teach you anything or thinking that you know um you're better than anyone it's 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 one of those things where you have to be humble. Um, no matter how great you think you are, you have to humble yourself sometimes and say, okay, you know what? Maybe I could improve on this or maybe I could improve on that. Or you have to be open for constructive criticism. Like, you know, maybe you want to reach out to someone and say, hey, you know what? Can you do me a favor? Can you look at my work? And can you let me know? Is there something I can improve on? And when you do that, you don't want to go to people who are your friends and people who may not tell you the truth or anyone who doesn't know anything about your craft. You have to go to someone who actually knows what they're looking at when they look at your photo so they can actually give you a, a, a um, an objective and appropriate critique. Because if you go to someone who just started doing makeup and maybe their, their skill level is not the same as yours then it does you no good to go to them and ask them for help um in that area because they may not be able to to help you they may be like oh you know what your work is perfect you need to go to someone who is you know who who's who's been in the game a little bit longer may know a little bit more than you um when I may be but they should know more than you they should be more educated than you in the area so that they can help you the best that they can because it it does you know it does you absolutely no good to to reach out to someone who can't help you because then you're back you're right back where you started um and then you don't really know what it is that you need to work on that could be the most frustrating thing so just keep in mind that when you are trying to get um feedback on what you need to do how you need to grow you need to go and reach out to people who are actually you know the people who you see who are actually like like I said booking constantly booking they have um they they have like the the level of clientele that you aspire to get you know because if if you have you go to someone who doesn't have any clients and they're not making any money um how exactly is that helping you it's not you know um it's not helping you at all and so you have you have to you have to look at those things you have to figure out who it is that you want to who it who it is that you want to reach and or who it is that you who what is the type of client that you want to reach and who in your industry is actually reaching out to that same type of clientele not exactly the same type but on the along the same lines as you and where you and where you want to go because that is that is the best thing that that's gonna that's the best thing for you to do 
again, like I said, you want to you want to do all the re- the appropriate research. Like I said, you don't want to leave yourself open to not knowing anything. There's constant research to be done at all times because, like I said, there's constant changes to trends, products, pricing, pricing changes per based on a lot of times your area or your skill level. Um, you know, you don't want to be uh, in an area per se. Um, I'll use California or like DC. You don't want to be in that area where um, they're charging one fifty a face, and you move there and you're the twenty five dollar makeup artist. Like you don't want to do that because then you're undercutting the entire area, and um, it it just it just it just it, it it undercuts everyone in that area. So that's why I said like pricing to research pricing is a is a huge deal because like I said it it could depend on area, but no matter where you go, there are people who are willing to pay certain rates. But you have to, you have to look at what you're doing to attract those people. Um, <clears throat> which is another reason why I say education is always important because you want to make sure that you're constantly improving, you're constantly working on things that you can do. Like I said, with product research, like you have to look at what kind of products are you using versus how much you charge because you know you can't reasonably go out here and charge $150 a face when you're using um, dollar store makeup. It, it, it doesn't, it's not feasible um, because when people are paying that price, it comes with a certain level of expectation of the services being rendered, the type of products that are going to be used, and, and the finished look that they're going to get. And the finished look that they're going to get, it, I mean, it will not necessarily be the same um, that they would get from another artist that's charging 150 if you're using, you know, a dollar store product. It's, it's just not, that's not even a thing. Um, but like I said, it's just, it's just so many different things. Uh, makeup sanitation is very, 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 very important to look at certain things like that because you don't want to be um, a person who is not educated on the proper way to sanitize your products, your brushes, any tools that you're using because there's a certain way that things are supposed to be. You should also be looking at the um, the licensing procedures in your area. Like, do you need a license where you live, even if you're a freelancer? I know in, a mo- in the majority of the states, you do not have to have a license in order to be a freelance artist if you are not working in a salon, but there are some exceptions to that rule. So we have to be careful <clears throat> when we market ourselves in such a way. So, and I know I hear a lot of artists say all the time they want to be a certified makeup artist, they want to be a certified makeup artist. Technically, there is no legal certificate, there is no legally, uh, what I want to say, I want to word it the proper way. You can get a makeup certification from an aesthetic school, but that does not make you licensed, okay. So the best way to protect yourself is to license, you know, you're either a licensed esthetician or a licensed cosmetologist. And I would say that is the best thing to do is invest your money in that if you want to work in a salon. Um, But like I said, state by state, that's a state by state thing. We have to look up your state laws. But do not get wrapped up in, I need a certification, I need a certification and go and pay Becky Sue from up the street, 
because you know she's the hottest makeup artist in uh, you know in the area and she's doing a certification a certification class because those are good for for show um those are good for show i mean you can use those with a lot of companies to get a pro discount but when it comes to like state situations and stuff like that that does not license you <clears throat> it does not license you um so you have to be really careful when you do those things so you just don't want to go and pay anybody for for just a piece of paper that really doesn't mean anything um I know a lot of, like I said, the, some of the aesthetic schools do offer makeup certification classes. And I would recommend that if you're just going to get a makeup certification to go to one of those schools because they are registered <clears throat> and approved by the states versus, like I said, just going to some random person um, just because they said they can certify you. <clears throat> um, now, like I said, it's different in taking like educational courses um, because those aren't ones that say they're going to certify you. It's strictly for education and growth. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's, and it is an investment, but that's to better you. You know what I'm saying? So if just, just because you take those, that does not make you licensed or certified, but it does increase your knowledge base. And like I said, don't just go and take those from anybody. Make sure you do your research before you do it. Make sure that it's what you need to be capturing for what it is that you're doing. Because it doesn't make sense for you to go and spend $500 on a course that doesn't teach you anything. Um, you know, if you spend $500 to get educated by an artist, you know, it should be a one-on-one session. You know, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, the group sessions, yeah, okay, they're, they're, they're all well and good and everything. But the best way to go about doing that is to get you a one-on-one because you get that private, personal time with that artist who can help you. To hone in on things that you want to work on. Um, and I feel like that is the best way to go about doing it. Because when you're in a crowd of 50 people, you don't really get that one-on-one time. It's just really like a lecture of this is what you should do. And if that's what, and if that's the case, then you can really just, you know, if that person does lives or if they do tutorials, like you can kind of get that from them there versus paying arm and leg and actually having to sit in a group setting and see the same thing that they would give you if you watched the live videos. So, um, like I said, it's important to be a constant learner, a constant learner. And that is the only way that you're going to be successful in whatever field that, it, that you're in. So, you know, and then, and then on top of that, you have to be a constant learner. You have to, you have to be self, a self-starter, self-motivator. So you have to be able to say, okay, you know what? This is something I need to do to improve. Or you have to even see that you have that you have that room there for improvement. Because we all have room to grow. Um, because like I said, nobody is perfect. Nobody's an expert. Even the the quote unquote experts are always learning. They're always trying to find different ways to make themselves better. So that is what is gonna make you the best at what you do, is that you have the understanding that I can always learn something something more and I can always be better at what I do. So, that concludes this episode of Lipstick Lattes in the Lord. Hope to see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good day.